0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to three special episodes of Lead a Horse to Water. These are three Christmas gifts to you of between five and ten minutes where Suze and I talk through listeners' questions. Hope you enjoy them as much as we enjoy delving into them and coming up with some solutions. Coming up in the new year will be my Improve Your Positive Reinforcement course at understandhorses.com. Check that out. I think it's going on sale at the end of December. Uh, also, Susan and I are running a Train Clean, uh, another interactive workshop this time on Chains back chains, and we're going to give you some homework and fun stuff to do. Whoever your learner is be that a horse, or if it's the weather's bad, you can do something with your dog, your cat, uh, your fish. We're happy to make it multi species, so do join us because it's, it's always great fun when people get together and share their learning experience and share their training. And finally, just a heads up that in May 22, I will be returning to Hazel Heaton's wonderful place, Nine Acres in Norfolk, and we'll have a live practical clicker training workshop over the weekend of I think it's the 7th and 8th of May yes and I'm considering a professional day on the Friday that will be only for professionals or those wanting to become positive reinforcement trainers or add it to their current skills so that you can practice these things privately away from clients and discuss things discuss business and how you set up as a positive reinforcement trainer. So do get in touch. If any of that floats your boat, we'd love to see you there. Okay, let's get on with the podcast. Welcome everyone to Leader Horse to Water. Suze Foster and I are talking today. These are going to be a series of really super quick how to get behavior episodes. And this is off the back of the episode we did on errorless learning and stimulus control and we asked all you lovely listeners if you had any situations that you would like us to talk about in in terms of how you would get the behavior or how you would avoid the problems that you've been having in getting the behavior. So this really short one, um, hi to Suze, hi Suze, hello to everybody. Uh, this one is from Drea, lovely Drea with Hovis, who has asked us in terms of breaking down, going from standing still, so Hovis doing standstill and chill, and her being able to walk all the way around him without him moving. Um, when she heads down his left side, uh, he gets squirmy and wriggly and starts going sideways and backwards all at the same time. Uh, so how can we help Drea with that Suze? What, where should we start? Should we have a look at uh, what? what is the behaviour? What is Hovis doing and why do we think he might be doing that wriggling?
1: So well the behaviour we're looking for is that he stands still while we move, um, which is actually quite difficult for a horse that's used to following horse, uh, human's feet. So we move, the horse follows Um, also quite often we are strapped to the food so we're like a a moving sweet shop so of course they're going to want to come with us so we need to explain to them that the food will always come back to them so they stand where they are and the food will always return when they hear the click
0: cool and that's something we see quite a lot isn't it so Jaya didn't feel too bad because she gives gave me the impression in her message that um it has started to go wrong rather than it was going wrong. It was probably fine to begin with, but the more work she's been doing with him, different stuff, and she's been doing some great stuff, he is now getting to that fidgety stage where he doesn't probably quite believe that the food is going to come back to him. This comes back again to our favourite stimulus control, doesn't it? Yeah.
1: (laughs) Which is something we've both been delving into recently with the dogs and the cats. Um, yeah do is there a cue on standstill does Drea have a cue we don't know I guess yes, she does have a cue
0: but I'm going to suggest that probably that Hovis has come along with you know how you did with B so part of B's cue for standing still is actually you moving your feet yeah yeah so it's on the other way whereas with Hovis I think because Drea's been doing some movement work with him So going to cones and things like that. I think he's now got to the point where that cue for standing still isn't actually under stimulus control. So I think almost if I was Drea, I would unpick that back a few rows in terms of, you know, if you're looking at undoing your knitting, uh, just unraveling a little bit maybe and getting back to the point that, yeah, Hovis, every time I click, the food is coming to you. You don't have to come to me. One thing that I've done a lot with different people over the years is take the food off them and put the food down somewhere in a bag or a bucket with a lid on and actually, you know, divorcing yourself from the food so that the food doesn't look like it's carried by you anymore, but you will just deliver it at the right time. So, you know, I think that's potentially I think we did we do that with B at one time as well.
1: Not with B, but I never carry food when I'm training with Harry. So I always have food yeah. um, in a bucket, normally the other side of a fence because he would pull a lid off, but yeah. the food's the other side of the fence. Um, and also with Harry, I always either deliver into a bucket or on top of a barrel. Yeah. So there's a very definite, this is where you stand. And that's made a big difference. So Harry is very food. He's a big foodie and gets very yeah, frustrated. Yeah. Um, if I go in with food, then I would likely have the same issue that Drea is having. Yeah, um, But the food is always kept the other side of a fence. I can walk all the way around him and click and go get the food. So he's learnt that loop. I click, I go to the food and then I come back and feed him.
0: Yeah. So I know that Drea has possibly issues with putting food there in terms of She often trains in a field, which is a a problem for a lot of people. But she could put the food in something, you know, with a a clipped lid on it that he can't get into anyway, if necessary. And then go back to clicking, getting food out of it and giving it to him, clicking, giving food and giving out out to him so that he really gets on board with that being, you know, the, the way that that reinforcement loop is going to work. So he's really on board with that loop. And then as she's feeding him, moving her feet a little bit. So yeah. while her hand is under his mouth, because a lot of people do this, they feed them, they wait for them to stop eating and then they move and it's like so much for the horse to deal with. So moving her feet while he's still on her hand eating, or you, know, you can almost move your feet a couple of centimeters at least backwards. And building up from there, so that he's used to her feet shuffling, or just marching her feet up and down, not actually going anywhere, yeah. but moving her feet around. So, yeah, you know, I think there's, that's for me. There's two things. So the, his behaviour of moving and wriggling is because he wants to keep himself lined up. He he thinks he truly believes that he has to be in a certain position to be able to get food out of her. And so just breaking that tie is gonna be really important. So I think that's the really short answer to it. We could go on for hours as we sometimes do, but do you think we should add anything else or is that a good place to?
1: The only other thing that I've recently done with B, which might be something to consider is I've put a new cue on my standstill. Cool, So if I say, wait there, I can walk off. But if I say, wait there and stand at her shoulder, she's ready for the next bit. So I've put a new cue which hopefully will then become my weight there, which will be a little bit more reliable wherever I'm standing. So we, yeah. sorry, I've cat tail in my face. Um, yeah, so that's another thing to think about. What does the old cue mean and do you need yeah. a new one?
0: Yeah, really good. And you know, in, in one of the other shorts, we're going to get into cleanliness and clarity about your cues. So certainly listen to that one as well, Jaya, because I think that's another place that you can really tidy up is, you know no extra verbal stuff no extra you know arms hands pointing and stuff keep it really clean whatever you want your cue to be so good luck with that let us know how it goes Drea and we'll see you in the next short episode bye for now thank you for listening I really appreciate it and would love if you could reinforce me just a little bit more by sharing it on social media and with your friends. It's been a fantastic year. Loved having you along for the listens and especially for these three shorts. If you have any questions that you'd like answering in the new year or if you have any guests in mind that you'd like me to talk to, drop me a message at www.equine.training. Or you can email me, Trudy at equine.training. Or find me on social media. I'm on Facebook and Insta. All the best for 2022 and we'll see you in the new year.